Hello everyone and a very warm welcome indeed to A Lot of Silly Points, a podcast by two people who aren't particularly good at the game of cricket, but quite like talking about it. And frankly, we're the most nauseating type of sports fans, so thanks very much for assisting with us, even to this point of the intro. Slick podcasts? No thank you. Maybe you just got bored of us and just left. You toasted the toast. I toasted right. the toast. No, interestingly, I did toast the toast. It's Ben Duggan. <laughs> no, it's not. There it is. Shut up. It's, it's Bon Jo Denvi. Monty Panasar won the beard of the year, succeeding Andrew Filatov. He beat off competition from Fidel Castro and the Archbishop of Canterbury. <laughs> You should be a lot higher in the podcast charts if you yeah. start like that. Let's yeah. Morning, George. Well, hello. Morning, morning. Welcome to uh, episode eleven of um, eleven. We're firing through these episodes. We are cracking through them. We're really, really going for it. Um, yeah, we've been fighting we might, back as ever. What were you going to say, George? Sorry. No, no, we've just been fighting back requests for interviews, but but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. well, very and, and we, yeah, we, who who is it, George? Who we're interviewing today? Uh, we're today we've we've been graced by um, Johnny Marsden, um, who is a friend of ours, the man, the legend, um, and a legend, and a cricketer, and. Um, an all-round top bloke. So, um, and he—he is—he's—he's the, he's the first person who we're interviewing. He's not—I mean, he might be a celebrity amongst his um, his peers and colleagues, but um, yeah. we're slightly less nervous about interviewing Johnny because because he's he's lovely. I mean, not that Tim and Tim aren't lovely, but we we know for a fact Johnny's lovely. Uh, <laughs> and um, for the last sort of five minutes or so, as ever, we have been battling with technical issues um, we have that's just what we, we do here on a lot of silly points that's our that's our way of doing things that's not our right. motor stop around it um so yeah it's our motto actually uh slick podcasts no thank you that that's the motto <laughs> as as a as a loyal oh listener and friend george berry says yeah um we we, we tore up the manual <laughs> Yeah, which, on, which on. I thought was just such a lovely compliment. I mean, it was maybe a backhanded compliment, but still a compliment nonetheless. No, I thought it was a, I thought it was a forehanded compliment, frankly. If that's the opposite, oh of really? <laughs> there was a, for- it is. a Roger forehand, <laughs> yeah, deft volley at the net. I've got this. Um, yeah, I'm wearing a cap, and I've got this little one strand of hair just sort of sticking out there, and I kind of like it. I was tempted to sort of tuck yeah, it. Yeah, I quite like it, but I think I'm a fan. Actually, yeah, thanks. So I've got quite a loud thanks B that I might try and get rid of. No, I can't hear the B. It's more you, you, you're sort of slightly cutting out every now and again, but it's fine. You, we can we okay. get the most of you. So how come you're not a... Oh, you're in a different place, different room. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a different room. Um, I've just asked a few people whether they'd like any questions for, for Big John. And uh, Sarah yeah. has replied that she'd like to know his favourite bat he's ever used and why. <laughs> I oh, want details. I'm actually going to. I want. I want details idea. of colours and grips and sounds. <laughs> that is lovely. Did, 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 presumably, she knows Johnny. She does know Johnny very well. She introduced me to Johnny actually. Did she? A best bat memory, if you there will. There he is. Oh, hello, hello. Yeah, there's old man. Hello, Johnny. Hello, all. Hello, George. George and George. Good to be with Hello, you. Hello, Johnny. How are you? Oh, no, thanks for coming I'm so on. Well. No, not at all. This oh. is great. Who knew that squadcast.fm was a website? This is great. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Just so you <laughs> know, it's you not, not, a fan not of it. very glamorous or impressive. Tim Bresnan is not a fan of it. <laughs> yeah, can we, are we, can we get straight into it? I listened to the Tim Bresnan episode and it was, um, it was a fantastic exhibition <laughs> of tech. Yeah. We've just been trying to make sure that we don't fail on the technical front with you. So, you know, you might actually be a little bit of an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um oh Am I like 
how are you, Johnny? Am I allowed to ask how the Tim Bresnan um, link came about? Because when I when on when I was on sort of my podcast app on my phone, and I saw the um, I saw sort of the Tim Bresnan name in your um, in the latest podcast. I I I, gen- I clicked on it, think, thinking it was clickbait. One of these YouTube videos that sort of claims to be. Obviously, there's the sort of first uh, probably 20, 25 minutes as you guys are sort of very like like sort of children at Christmas, just like eagerly waiting for Tim to dial in, and um, and then and then he. And and he comes on, and I sort of scrolled, scrubbed through to the uh, to the moment he came on, and I was like, "That is a strong Yorkshire act. That actually could be Tim Bresnan." And then, hey, what's the link in? How did you get Tim Bresnan on your show? Well, I mean, it's just sheer. It was um, sort of sheer determination. We we must have messaged probably upwards of thirty cricketers on social media, and two of them replied one of one of them was tim murder and one of them was tim bresnan we're, we're a tim podcast we only interview tims he just replied i mean we and also we we basically tried to um no offense to the tims but we tried to uh, message people with a slightly lower following so that they might be more likely to see our message and tim had quite a lot more followers than a lot of the other people we messaged so i was rather surprised but he's just a good lad yeah, was, he just wants yeah, a good time guy. yeah He's a really guy. Big, I very much like your MTC ad. cap, Johnny. Yeah, that's so appropriate. <laughs> no, 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 do you own? Do you? Sorry for the for the listeners who can't can't see the. Um, it, I'm just. I'm wearing it's really. I'm wearing really good. Very bright outside. Wearing a cap. I think it's smart. Smart color. Smart do you? Do you only? Can Can anyone buy one of those MTC hats, or do you? Or do you have to be a member? Think, do you have to be a? I think anyone who um who can sneak into the Lord's shop on a match day um. Got you. Can get it. Uh, can technically purchase one, but I do think, I think, you, I think, yeah, I think they're normally reserved for membership. But they're very, I like them they're very smart. They're very sort of, um, I don't know. They're not very. They're not loud like the blazer. They're just sort of quite, quite nice and modest. I like Absolutely. it. They look kissed. On that front, when, um, when did you? Be- you're, you are a member, aren't you? Um, I'm a I'm what's called a playing member. So there are various different routes um, it, into the MCC, and uh, uh, one the, probably the most common one is 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 pick, you're put on a waiting list. You have various people um, put you forward, and then you you, you basically just you sit do nothing. Sit <laughs> around um, for I think norm- normally it takes about 20, 25 years to um, uh, for base base to become available for you to then become yeah. a um, a not what's called a non-playing member, um, and um, and then normally when you're about sort of forty five, fifty, you you become a member and you have and you enjoy the sort of benefits of being able to go to Lords and and watch cricket sort of with complete freedom and and have access to sort of sort of rooms and sort of pavilions within cricket history that. Um, that uh, that others um, are, aren't able to. My my father was a was an MCC playing member as well. So he basically gave me a nudge when I was about eighteen and said, "Look, um, if you if you play some games for the MCC, um, then you could become a member in theoretically in a couple of years, and then you could enjoy all the benefits um, and perks of of being a member." Um, for a longer period of time, and um, I loved cricket as a kid, and um, and still do, and so I didn't take much convincing. But, um, but yeah, so that's why. Um, do, you, do you get the same benefits as a playing member as you as you as you do as a member? Um, you do, a, a normal member. Yeah, you do, um, I, and I'd say I'd I'd argue a few more as well that you get to play you get to play games for the MCC, and that, I mean, and, and mm. therefore you meet new people. The, the MCC run these spectacular tours abroad um normally to sort of developing cricketing nations um basically trying to raise the exposure of the game i I was blessed enough to go on a tour um not to a developing cricketing nation but but to south africa i think about three and um and and yeah they're amazing trips because the mcc brand as a cricketing brand sort of carries across the world and so um Mm. and so you get the perks of being able to play at some quite cool um places around the world with some quite with some really sort of interesting people um so yeah you get the normal sort of match day perks match day being at lords sort of on a test match day or with middlesex playing there but then you get to 
play the game as well with um, with sort of interesting people in interesting places. Yeah. That's a very differential and modest answer of, uh, oh, yeah, if, if you play a few games the MCC, you'll get early membership. I'm sure my father would have told me the same if he thought that I could have wielded a cricket bat with any kind of skill. <laughs> Oh, that's very George, good. haven't you been on the waiting list since you were since you were sort of born? Well, you have to be eighteen to go on it. Is that right? Um, so I have oh, been on it for oh, so not like you seven can... years, but it, but I'm 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 twenty short of uh, of of going on a more <laughs> yeah, permanent basis. I think, sadly. But but didn't you and didn't you say that they're they're now saying that you can buy a membership for something like yeah they put that up didn't they a few weeks ago absurd. yeah i saw a story in the times about that did you see that johnny i um i i did see the um i did see the newspaper article i'm um i i'm i'm uh, i'm hesitant to pass too much comment in case i'm interpreting it <laughs> 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 uh, what i read was that they were um, were using some form of life membership as a sort of fundraising mechanism to um to try and mm. raise money to build understand um and but i'll allow the listeners to pass their own comments on whether that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah well done yeah we did we did get a lot of feedback <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a lot of hate mail can i just say um, I, yeah. you guys actually inspired me to um to i've i've started my own podcast albeit with a very very small uh, much dramatically smaller listener base that the, the school that i I'm involved with the cricket that I that the sort of I help run the cricket at that at that school and obviously cricket at the moment with schools being closed is is not a thing and so I thought um how can I how can I be useful in trying to keep sort of these sort of teenage uh kids involved uh interested and involved with with cricket and I thought George and George can do a podcast maybe I could have a go as well Sure, that's a good idea. <laughs> if they can, surely I can. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet, well, to be honest, I, I, I stole actually a lot of your um, a lot of your good ideas. That we basically we we've, we've done a we've been doing a little. I, I to call it a game show probably actually ruins the concept from the off. But it was basically like cricket trivia, quiz questions, and a little physical challenge at the end. And we've been having sort of two boys from each year group at the school. Um, uh, come on each week uh, um and, oh, so, so but, and do you do it with colleagues so it it's uh, it's just me as a as a sort of as a teacher and then so far we did four weeks of having two upper six boys two low and then next week two lower six boys and then two uh, sort of year 11 boys and then two year 10 boys and then we've had a break at the moment where i've sort of uh we an old an old sort of pupil of the school called um who's currently playing at Hampshire in Kent called Sam Northeast came on and gave a really fascinating wow. um, half an hour chat about what's it like to be an absolute gun at cricket while at school. And it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. That must and, be great. Um, um, he yeah, scored something like 1300, didn't he at schoolboy level in some, in one summer. Yeah. He, he, at, at his prep school, I, which we chatted about, um, I think for Wellesley House in in Broadstairs, yeah. Um, but he yeah. scored, he's got something like fifteen hundreds in one prep school summer, um, and it's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> he, he said he said the phrase that actually during that sort of prep school summer, his last year at, at, at prep school, he he felt like every time he walked out to bat, he felt like he 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 couldn't. He's going to make hundred. Yeah, like he just felt like. There's nothing that can happen here that's going to stop me getting. Oh, I know the feeling. It's a, it's a weird feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. You know, there's no challenge anymore. Yeah, it's, it's boring. We find it with the podcast. Really, we've sort of gone from nothing <laughs> to millions very quickly. Well, see, if, if I was to play, which is a really helpful visual aid for a sort of audio podcast, but um, of my listeners, week one. <laughs> of a school of about a thousand people involved in teachers and students that there were about, we, we had about 250 li 50 listeners, which turns out that that's awesome. Well, it turns out that about 180 of them were sort of inquisitive listeners who then weren't, who then didn't, <laughs> like, <laughs> they didn't want to watch it. <laughs> never returned. I thought, hang on, if we've got, a, if we've got like this sort of like subspace of about a thousand people and one in four. Of yeah. You've got quite a solid listener base. Well, yeah, I thought that's abnormally high. Like, 
that that that's that's high. Yeah, you've but then well. we around 175 and i thought that one in it one in ten that's more a bit more like it <laughs> more realistic yeah, nice. oh that's still pretty good listenership are you are you doing it once a week uh yeah so um w- yeah so we've done once a week so i think we've done i think six or seven episodes and um and yeah it's been i mean to be honest uh, it's probably similar to you guys that i've found it quite enjoyable as a mm. Um, as an activity uh, in the sort of the current current climate, that we all have a bit more bit more time. Um, and I actually ha- I actually thought, and I, and I, this is genuine. I'm not just sort of uh, sucking up here. That when I was listening to you guys do do your podcast ages ago, long before COVID nineteen was even even on the scene, I thought that this would be a cool idea to do at school. But I just thought I just can't think of how I'm going to find the time to record it. But uh, but sort of the yeah the having a little bit of extra time in the current climate has been sort of a small positive, which has enabled them um, which has enabled them. Um, could you carry it on after when school goes back to normal? Do you think I could? I need to really wrap my brains for ideas. So that we're the moment yeah. the moment we've sort of done these uh, six. The plan is to do six episodes, one with each year group in the school, and then one with other teachers, where I fire. Yeah. questions at them and then ask them to do a little physical cricket challenge playing for points oh. add a little bit of competitive element and it's really just to really cater for sort of the really nauseating cricket fans out there in the yeah. school um i actually stole your your wisdom section um oh brilliant, that's just joy. brilliant idea brilliant idea it's no, I, well, that's where you get. Yeah, that's where um, you get. It's brilliant for school, especially for schoolboys cricket, and that's why George is such a badger. You know, just then. Oh yeah, Sam Northeast got fifteen hundred runs in this season and that <laughs> season. So it 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 helps us a lot, and it's such fun. There's just a, so much information in one book. It's extraordinary. Yeah, they are compendious. As as an encouragement to you guys, that there's one boy at my school who actually wrote to me and said, um, "Sir, do you have any?" Do you know of any re- really good cricket podcasts? Um, he's in lockdown and he loves cricket. I've actually reg- regularly caught him at our school. We have read- these reading lessons um, where quite literally w- whatever academic lesson has been timetable goes out the window and we, we read instead. And I have, I have sort of administered one of these reading lessons where I've seen him as his reading book read the latest Wisden Almanac. Wow! Amazing! <laughs> what, what, a a, what a legend! <laughs> get him on the podcast. <laughs> he loved, he loved and and actually, I, I recommended, I recommended your podcast, and and he wrote back and said oh. that he'd really, jo- really enjoyed it. And um, oh. then I've been encouraged. He's, he's oh. listening. Well, we're hoping you're really going to boost our our listens, Johnny. <laughs> As a teacher, we've got a whole school of pupils. To, to play with so you know you've got quite a lot of pressure on you now but anyway shout that <laughs> shout out to johnny's podcast um i mean you know it's probably more interesting to people who who um are, are taught by him but still go and listen to that yeah definitely um, do. right next next cue george you can ask the next question i know that's not very professional well, i just had a really planned we've just had a message in from a listener um who uh, has asked two questions. Uh, she, she goes by the name of Sarah Levisseur. Um Her first question is, um, I'd like to know his favourite bat he's ever used and why. And I want details of colour, grip and sound. A best <laughs> bat memory, if you will. <laughs> that's, um, that's a very, very, very good question from, from Sarah, um, who, who I know is a keen cricket fan. Um, <laughs> which is revealed as well in her question. Um, um, <laughs> my favourite bat ever. Um, I must explain to the listeners that I am I'm a hope I'm a hopeless batsman. Um, and um, actually, for a, for about a three year period, had a uh, enjoyed the privilege of having a, a first class batting average of zero, um, and <laughs> which caused me great anxiety and great sort of distress many sleepless nights because i because it, it, it i didn't play enough first class games for them to come around very often so i was sort of oh, no. the next opportunity to try and get my batting average off zero um, but um, my bat was there used to be a 
a bat maker called um, Peak Sports, who sort of had some very rogue. yeah very rogue, <laughs> and they sort of operated quite literally in that in sort of the in sort of the Peak District National Park area, and um, Gosh. which is where which is where I grew up. That sort of part of the world. And they had some very niche, like sponsored players. I don't. Do you remember Jerome Taylor for the West Indies? Um, yeah, I think absolutely. He, yeah, the quick. Yeah, he was like, he was like the figurehead sponsorship for the poster this, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, poster. that is classic. Like, it's always players who have the weird bats. Always from like seven to eleven, <laughs> just see some weird brands. Very, very niche. Uh, um, but I had one of those, and um, and when I was when I was younger and just. Uh, slightly larger and more developed than everyone else in sort of the age group sides growing up. I just used to use that sort of twig, sort of peak sports bat, just to sort of slog it everywhere. Um, Tonk it. So, and it had, yeah, I mean, it, it, Sarah's clearly interested in the aesthetics of the bat. Uh, it, it read with white writing, um, uh, just peak sports, very, very simple, very clean. And um, I think that's Ooh, yeah, in, nice. in the garage, but, um, but sadly too small. So you've, you've you've still got it. It'll be in um, yeah, yeah it'll, be somewhere. It's quite it's quite hard to actually like, unless you're really trying. It's quite hard to like break a cricket bat in such a way that actually yeah. you really have to throw it in the bin. Um, yeah, our, our sort of garage at home is um, my brother. My I've got a younger brother who plays as well as my dad, and so our, our sort of garage is full of sort of old cricket bats. Um, which actually we used to oh. we used to sort of um. Uh, sand them down so we made them really thin so and light but actually with like an incredible or a tennis ball they were they were as in they that's such a treat also three three lads in a family all playing cricket together i mean you could get us some fierce rivalries that just i i'm so envious of that do you, did, did you play a lot of gone cricket growing up we did we did and and and, and i must i must publicly um thank my my father to the sort of five listeners who are listening um that he, um, <laughs> um, he actually my my mother's slight dismay actually tarmacked the our um, a part of our garden to create an all-weather surface and put netting up <laughs> netting up behind the um i guess where the wicket keeper and slips would be um and and also behind the bowler's arm uh, to protect our neighbours. Oh my word! Um, so what good. a badger! Yeah, my, <laughs> real badger. But actually, what it did is it set up a, a really a great space to practice. And um, and and actually, I've often thought that um, I mean that had a real. I, I'm quite interested in how sort of circumstances uh, sort of influence the play, the player or type of sports person you become. So. There was a, I, I once mm. read a really interesting video about Matthew Hayden's back garden growing up in Australia. So I think he grew up in sort of the middle of nowhere in Queensland, and his back garden um, uh, was was sort of set up that there were um, sort of there were greenhouses straight back down the ground, um, so to speak, and he had these sort of spaces mm. square of the wicket, which which were basically oh gosh, yeah, it doesn't play in the bee. Wanted to whack it. Then you whacked it square, and he was basically saying to the um, the interviewer, "Look, I learned to cut and pull, basically because of of the thousands and thousands of balls that I faced and hit in this." Wow! Um, and like my brother's Amazing. a left, yeah, my brother's a left-handed batsman, and I to this day find it much easier bowling to left-handed. Bowling left-handed. Yeah, mm. we played a lot. We played a lot, many, many, many hours. Um, Oh, that is a great a great little stat about Matthew Hayden that's so interesting and so interesting how because there you develop so much in those early years how much that and you you see it when he bats that's exactly how he bats you know mm. just plays so much off the back foot mm. yeah, he was other, good wasn't he? he he was good sorry he was Go on, good sorry the other the other Levisseur, um uh, comment which I'm going to say is a comment because it's slightly more comment than question um, I'm also quite keen to put out some formal feelers for a travelling T20 supporters group. If you could get public commitment, that would be nice. India, Australia, whatever you fancy. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> if, if you... Sarah's suggesting they're sort of a, a holidaying society 
which includes Washington cricket, or what, is, that, is that what we're interpreting that as? I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure whether that's open to all listeners of the podcast, um, or or just <laughs> contributors to all the podcast. I'm not quite them. sure. <laughs> yeah, you're all welcome to come on holiday together under the banner of a lot of silly points. Well, actually, I mean, we 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 give ourselves a lot of flat, but we just crossed 800 listens, didn't we? Didn't we, G? We Which did. Is, you know, so we could set up a achievement in and of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, 800 of us all going to Sri Lanka. That would be amazing. Um. Uh. Right. Okay, Johnny. So, what have you played? You've played at Lords. Have you played at Lords a few times for for the MCC, presumably? Um. I've ha- yeah. I've had the privilege a couple of times so my the, the, um I, I played a few times at university so that so there was uh, one sort of game where my university um with oxford played against another university cambridge um it, once a year in um in a if you know them in a, in a <laughs> and um i had the privilege to play there a, a few times in that fixture um and then a couple like i said earlier the mcc play some games at sort of interesting places around the country, around the world. One of those being, being Lords. And, and um, yeah, so a couple of times, um, a couple of times are sort of different, various different forms and the different. And do you, do you get as a, a, you know, because it's not, I guess from that perspective, from a universal perspective, you're not, it's not sort of first class or sort of international cricket. Do you still get the same? We've asked um, the people we've previously interviewed what their favorite lunch at Lords is. Do you get the same treatment in a university game? Um, I heard I heard Tim talk about um, the sort of the requirement of, of dramatically overeating before going out to out, out to bowl, um, and I, I, I can't say that we were ever given the, the prawns, these massive prawns. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and but but the, I, I mean I imagine because of the sort of category of game that we were, I imagine we were sort of on the sort of the, the, the sort of a lesser menu but it was still um, extremely good food and and as yeah as a player in the game dangerously good um, I was quite blessed that most years like I said earlier I, I I was a hopeless batsman my job was really to bowl and and I was quite blessed that we'd normally find ourselves batting seconds so chasing which would mean that the vast majority of my contributions for the day were done before we beat yeah, true. I, I mean, I, I'm struggling to sort of conjure up any specific memories of menus, but but it is. I mean, it was as as, uh, uh, as Tim Bresnan said last time that um, three course sit down lunch, um, mm. very very nice food, very very lovely service, friendly, um, and actually just quite cool to think that that's where Cook, Root, Anderson, Broad, when they. T- yeah. That's they- oh, so good. Um, Do you, who who gets the home and away dressing room when it's the varsity match? Um, I think. I mean, Oxford were always in the um, away dressing room, and Cambridge were in the okay. home dressing room. And um, um, I mean, I'm ashamed that I don't know the history behind that um i think i think i was once told that it was something to do with the first varsity match um there was a player for the um there was a player for the cambridge team who was also representing england or involved with england so what so they just they went in there uh fine makes sense um, and ever since then they just remained the same but i've always actually thought it's a real advantage to to be in the away dressing room because if if you can picture the lord's pavilion the away dressing room as you look out across the pitch um at the media center is on the is on the left ha- you're on the left hand side and we um and, tr- mm. and quite often uh the varsity match because we're dramatically less significant than a test match or a 2020 blast game or an odi we'd be on a we'd be on a very we'd be on an end wicket on the square normally on the far right hand side and so our, uh, our our angle, sort of, no bowler looked anywhere near as sort of Jimmy Anderson like um, from that angle compared to being behind the bowler's arm. But being perfectly behind the bowler's arm, you see every little sort of subtlety of movement, and like the most average of university bowler can look like um, sort of Mitchell Stark quite, quite quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a very very special place, and um, yeah, it's a, it's. Uh, 
yeah, some very good memories. Very good memories. So good. So good. Um, best best figures. Um, best figures. Uh, it, it, yeah, I, 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 at school, in my last year of school, in quite a nice romantic way, that our school used to do a cricket festival at the end of every, uh, like many schools, at the end of every summer. And um, uh, we, we used to invite Magdalen College School, um, Ipswich School and Barnard Castle School to come and play um, each other, including us, over three days. And, and that was the last game, the last game of the season um, each year. And in my upper sixth year, my final year, we played Magdalen College School. And, um, and it was just one of those weird days where in cricket where you get these freak incidences um, Mm, and mm. no really <laughs> yeah exactly like Stuart Broad when he took what eight, yeah those ridiculous figures like no one can really explain why that's happened I guess you call it just like a statistical anomaly that if you play enough games something like that will happen eventually but we bowled we scored about 270 I think and then at Magdalen College they were they had a relatively decent side they'd, they'd won their previous two games but um Everything just went well. We bowled them out for fourteen, and I think I think I took six for four. Um, and um, <laughs> it was just, and then amazing. The the other open bowler six for four. Italy, a very abnormal <laughs> series of events, and I never I never actually really threatened to do anything like that before. Then at our school, we had an honours board uh, where you uh, for basically batting and bowling achievements, and it was in the pavilion, and it was and it was a great idea because all the all the kids playing wanted to be on the honors board but yeah um, absolutely some teacher had decided in history that that um to get on the board you either needed a hundred or six wickets so six rather than five <laughs> and i'd never got and um, and it was this quite romantic moment in the, in the oh. final game for my school i was able to um achieve that in this very freak incident game um but uh, so yeah, that is the dream. Yeah, that, I think that was probably the day where everything clicked the the most. Lots of fortune. Amazing. Yeah, handy. Have you um have you had a, a an amazing moment you've watched from the other side as a coach? Has there been something um, that's been particularly special from that side? Yeah, good question. Um, good question. Um, I um, that there was a there was a guy I played with at university who um. Um, who's who was called Samrid Agarwal, who was um, strong name, had a great name, and he was a really good cricketer. And um, um, in when I was a um, when I was a fresher at university, um, in in the varsity match against Cambridge in the four day game, he um, he scored a, he scored he scored a triple hundred, scored three hundred, um, and in about three hundred balls. And, um, oh. and uh, gosh, this thing hasn't. That's that is like for the listeners thinking, or maybe that happens. That that doesn't happen very often. That is very abnormal. <laughs> that's um, and that's sort of the, the the most remarkable exhibition of just of ball striking and sort of uh, and 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 like relentlessly perfect ball striking that I've I, I've seen live. Um, just that he was. Um, yeah, there was part of watching it. You'd sort of think that's incredible. He's going to chip one. That's unreal. Eventually, but he just kept going, and um, and I mean, he was very, he was very, very good. He 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 was um, he was offered um, various professional contracts when he left university, but but sat but but because he was um, of Indian um, sort of nationality, he 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 um, he, he didn't take any of them any of them up he was a very good player but that innings three basically 300 runs in about 300 balls in a four-day game he was 150 not out overnight and having supper with him at um, a a sort of steakhouse in cambridge that night um i mean it was just very cool chatting to him about what it's like to be 150 not out overnight i know that happens to test players all the time but but that was quite no but actually not very often be 150 not out overnight is to be able to sort of talk to someone and their kind of mindset to, towards how they just how they do that because that takes certain, not just you know physical ability but the mental capacity to be able to do that is extraordinary. That is nuts. 
300 in 300 balls. I mean, <laughs> you don't get much better than that, really. Yeah, that is mental. Good. I must add as well, that, and he won't mind me saying this, but um, he was um, uh, in between, overnight, we went out for a team dinner and um, and this is where we were chatting about the fact that, um, this is where we were just chatting about how it was very strange that he was 150 not out overnight. And um, at the end of the dinner, we all, uh, we all went, um, we all went back to back to the sort of the college that we were the, the sort of the, the place we were staying, and um, and and he didn't. He went out to meet a friend and um, and basically had a night out. <laughs> he basically had a night out. And what a legend! He came back and, just dub- and doubled it the next day. And um, Whoa. Was- some people are just freaks, aren't yeah, they? I mean, oh, that is off the charts. Um, oh, wow. that is wonderful. Um, and I know we've we've already spoken a fair bit about Lords, but from a different perspective, you've commentated as well. So you've been in, you know, you've been on the pitch, you've been in the dressing room, you know, you've been in the long room. I am, um, but you've also been in the great big pod. Yeah, I'm a real in the media centre. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the uh, it's um, so the school that yeah. So basically, I was offered the chance to um. To, to commentate on a school game that was happening uh, at Lords, and um, I mean, as soon as the email hit, as soon as the email hit my inbox, uh, offering the opportunity, I would yes, yeah, yes, I would, yes. I'd already replied. <laughs> the, the, me- <laughs> yeah. the message had fully downloaded, um, and, uh, <laughs> and it was really cool. And it was really, really cool. It was basically a school game, a fifty-over game. And um, in that sort of big bubble building, the media centre at the opposite end of the ground to where the pavilion is. And I mean, and the views in there of the ground are, are spectacular I, with that big glass front. You can imagine how, uh, it, you, you, in terms of vision, it's a completely sort of unimpaired view. And yeah, um, and, um, and yeah, it, it was, uh, I mean, it was an amazing, it was an amazing day out. I mean, I'm not sure I really back, rate myself as a commentator. You saw- <laughs> it's amazing that your brain without even like consciously deciding to your brain automatically i think starts copying commentators that you've heard yeah really yeah brain, like without making a conscious decision you start doing little tony greggisms or mark nicholas yeah 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 insaneisms and and like without really deciding i'm going to try and talk like that because that because that's all your brain has ever heard there is a sort of oral tradition of commentary yeah. Did you did you do cuz they always talk about the balance between obviously just having I mean I don't know if you're doing it with another person but you have a very ordinary chat but then you you have to be aware you have to keep listeners because it's it's not visual you have to keep them informed as to actually what's going on so after every ball you say exactly what's happened and then you go back to the conversation you've you've been having did did you did you do that do you have to sort of update people after every ball or Yeah I think well we were doing it in pairs um and oh, and, and and we I mean, we were, we didn't keep to this very strictly because we were immensely amateur. But we, our advice was: one of you will be commentating on the actual uh, ball by ball events. So the bowler's run in, he's bowled a rank full toss, the batsman's carved it away for four, and then in between balls, in between overs, the other person is sort of in charge of the, um, uh, you know, sort of cliched. There's a pigeon flying by, and the red buses are. Uh, yeah, on the way down the road, that sort of thing. So that's how we were advised to structure it. And, and I, now that I've been told that, that seems to be what they do. On um, yeah, that on makes sort of a lot of sense. Professional. Yeah. Otherwise, you sort of end up just sort of merging all. It's all a bit merged into 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 one. And I think that probably helps the listener that you you're conditioned that when one voice is speaking, that's that's an event happening, and when another mm. voice is speaking, that's um. That that's sort of generic drivel that's designed just to sort of sort of like melodic fill sound. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, what an experience! That's such fun because, as you say, I now that you say it and you've been there, the the way that that media center is designed is obviously purposeful, so you can see every area of the ground, and it just looks ah, oh, just looks amazing. And how you can actually, I always. The, I've, the limited amount of times I've actually been to cricket, quite a lot of the time I've sat actually at sort of mid-wicket. So you really can't 
you, you can't see or predict what's going on with sort of LBWs and things. And it's when you're at that angle, you can see, as you say, from being in the away dressing room, you see the swing, you see the, see the LBWs, you see the, oh, such a dream. Very envious. <laughs> um, um, George. Our next, our next question, talking about all of your, um, all of the places you've played and gone to with the MCC and all of the interesting people that that follows, has there been a teammate or a member of the crowd who you've been particularly conscious of playing around or in front of? Good question. Um, I'll take, I'll actually, if you don't mind, I'll split, I'll split teammate and person. Great. In terms of a team, there was. That's encouraging. In terms of a teammate, I'm just going to pause to make sure I do this justice here. I think it's fair to say that there was um, there was a guy I played with at university a lot called um, called Gus Kennedy, who um, was was not only a very very good friend off the pitch, but he was just a very very fun person to play any game with. Like very competitive, but in a nice way, um, and mm. uh, and and just very very fun. And um, but but liked playing the game to a high level. Um, but but also, I mean, neither of us were professional, so we liked playing the game to a high level. But also enjoying enjoying this company and sort of having, having a, a good bit time. Of and and actually, just I think just out of sheer weight of matches played with him, and therefore sheer weight of enjoyment, he'd uh, he'd uh, he'd take that um, sort of accolade. But I mean, he's. I mean, he won't mind me saying he's not very well known, but but really by that I mean that actually, um, like that I've had I've been blessed to sort of play with with people who've got certain names on their back who I look at and go, that's really cool, and you're 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 actually a, a big part of cricket history, but but I know it's within my nature just to sort of tiptoe around them and I sort of feel for them a little mm. bit having having cricket nerds like me come up to them endlessly and sort of ask them about sort of the same piece of their cricketing career that every single other person's ever asked about. So I normally sort of tiptoe around them a little bit, but, um, but really actually the sort of friendship and camaraderie with, of someone like my friend Gus, that, that, that's just, they're the sort of bits of, uh, and people that I really valued playing with. Um, because it's like, it's like, it's exactly that cliche that the, the amount of time spent on the field, it does build to a, a really long lasting, long lasting bond. Um, and, and, and playing with sort of professionals for one game or a test match player for one game, uh, while it's cool, never would never sort of go beyond that. Um, so I think mm. you know, my friend Gus, purely for sort of a friendship um, uh, argument, w- w- would take that. In terms of someone who's always watched me, there's, there's been one person who I've never, who I don't know, um, who has um, who has always been uh, who. I've, who's basically been a person who's been in my mind uh, as a spectator for a long time. And it was this group of, um, it was actually a group of very, very um, intoxicated and inebriated Irish uh, people at Lords one year who were clearly there to support a, a friend in the Cambridge university team. And, um, and they, they, they were very vocal from a very early point in our fielding inning and um, there was one one of our one of the oxford fielders who was fielding on the extra cover boundary so right next to where this sort of um very very loud uh gang of um abusers was um was, was <laughs> basically uh came in um at the at the sort of halftime interval and just sat down on the lord's on sort of the, on the dressing room bench with his head in his hands and he was broken he was absolutely broken and um a couple of lads went up to him and said look mate how are you doing are you doing okay what, what what's up you've got to go out and bat now like are you okay and he, and he basically just looked up and went i have just been abused and ripped apart for 300 <laughs> oh god <laughs> savage oh, and, uh, and i've always i've always wanted to <laughs> i've always wanted to have gone back and listened to that conversation because literally they broke they broke him the, the they, got, they got to him. Oh, <laughs> oh dear, poor lad. Poor guy. Say that they never, they never swore. They were never crude, um, and that they were actually quite witty. Um, so they, they weren't mm. just hurling sort of expletives at him. They weren't getting personal or, or saying anything nasty or crude about his family or anything. But they would. He just said it. It had been three hundred balls of them 
Um, oh. But then sort of telling him his shirt wasn't tucked in or his shoelace was untied or uh, like, like, but just like... <laughs> Banalities, but really effective ones. Yeah, it's so difficult. You you have to be very strong-willed, strong-minded to be able to take that that abuse. I I think it's horrid. Absolutely hate it. Um, Oh yeah, it's interesting you say that about playing Um, with people because I think um, we we found that you know before we got Tim on last week, we thought we don't want to be the people that just say what was it like to get Ricky Ponting out of the MCG because as you said, you know, Wikipedia can say that. so it's yeah. I, I'm. I, Wikipedia I, I, lied to us. They did lie to us. <laughs> but... Good old crayon. <laughs> Good oh, old that crayon. Was, I mean that that was the start of that was literally the, the first question of the whole interview. It's like, oh yeah, what? Why are you called crayon? Yeah, I've never been called crayon in my life. <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> so unfortunate. It was oh. dreadful. Um, it was dreadful. Uh, should we quick fire? I reckon we, we finish with some quick fire would you rathers. There's some serious random ones in here, Johnny. But um let's say George, do you want to start or should I start? Um you, you start, you fire away, G. Well, fire away with an absolute firecracker. Skips or quavers? Quavers. Mm, yeah. Correct. Warn or Murley. Warn. Lara or Tendulka? Lara. Ooh, interesting. Pine mash or fish and chips? Fish and chips, but with gravy. Oh, yes. That's rogue. really rude. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you can get away with that. Um, <laughs> lager or ale? Ale. Good man. Varley or Neville? <laughs> <laughs> correct well handled Um, Owen Morgan or Owen Farrell Owen Morgan he's a better diplomat Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably just a nicer guy in general silly point or forward short leg a lot of silly points (laughs) (laughs) so many of them just crowded around Um, roast lamb or roast beef roast lamb every day of the week Oh, yeah, nice. Okay. No, I think I'm with you, particularly not, this time of the year. No. Yeah. Well, I'm outnumbered here, but yeah, maybe time of year, fine, but nothing beats roast beef. Bad. It's just the king. But you can, the thing with roast lamb is it keeps better. So if you have half of it for, mm. for lunch one day, then you can have mm. it cold the next day. You've got, a, you've got a pit of bread coming your way. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, wait, one more, George, you've got one more. <clears throat> yeah, Derbyshire or Oxford? Uh, Oxford, Oxford, mm. beautiful town. Said with a lot of conviction. Nice. I love that. I tried yeah, to, um, yes. I tried to send, um, I tried to send out to a few of um, our mutual friends, Johnny, um, what questions we should ask you, and the only one that answered was, um, "Why is your brother so much of a better bloke?" So I thought I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> truth in one one question it's a very powerful question i know it is a powerful question and actually shows the um yeah my friends aren't quite at the levels of george's i think it also shows the toxicity of my own friendship group um yeah yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's worrying you've got a few things to sort out there johnny um johnny thanks so much for coming on this is so much coming on no chaps Um, the highlight of highlight of my week so thank you for having me on well, um, let us know how we can listen. Can we, can we listen to your podcast or is it literally just something that's private to the school? I think you'd sadly, I'd need to hack you into the school intranet, which um, uh, uh, would be a sackable offence. But, um, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. but I can tell you that any, anything that's on my podcast would have already been done on your podcast. So I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> well, Thank you again. Thank you so much, Johnny. We've, we've, gosh, we've, rat- we've rattled through nearly 50 minutes. I mean, we've really gone to town there. Tim Tim Murta only stayed for about eight. So, you know. Yeah, thanks for putting up with us for <laughs> nearly an hour. <laughs> oh, no, it's great. But very, very interesting que- um, answers. And yeah, this was just such fun. Love it. Thank you. Um, Enjoy. Um, do you know how stuff. to click off? I mean, we're, we're, we still don't really know how to do it these days, but. Yeah, um, technological problems we might will strike at some you. point. 
<laughs> yeah, I hope I've been recording this whole time. That'd be really rubbish if I hadn't. Um, all right. Um, cheerio, Johnny. Oh. Thanks for coming oh, on. Thank you so much. Really nice to meet you. Love. Cheers. Oh. oh, well. What a legend. What a legend. What a legend. That was so fun. Do you know what? I was just sort of such easy, filled oh. out. Yeah, Catherine. just such insight as well. Yeah, you know the man. The man was so deferential about his sporting ability, just because he didn't yeah. bother to tell anyone. I mean, yeah. you know, so just to fill people in, the guy has got blues for rugby and cricket at Oxford. He's trained with the England side in both sports, I believe. He's just, he's an absolute monster of the, of of sport, um, love, and he wears it. He wears it so lightly. Well, yeah. Phil, we've got to, we've got to give him some You know, he very demurely was I, like, I, oh, well, you know, I thought I'd become a playing member if I, you know, because it would help me get on. It's like, well, we'd all think that, but <laughs> it would be lovely <laughs> if I could have played for the MCC like, to yeah, fast track my 30-year waiting list. Yeah. We can all sign up and play for the MCC. Yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy bowls at like 85 miles an hour. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no, you know. Oh, but what fun. And also, Squadcast, Squadcast have now done this um, much cleverer thing whereby, so the technical, for those listening, the technical problems have come from when a, a well, sometimes from when a, an interviewee comes on, it stops recording, and then you have to start recording again. It's just flowed this time. It flowed. It flowed. So, yeah, you're a, no, it was a treat. I noticed flower. that. It obviously changed the way it works. It's just. I saw an email from them. This is very, very unnecessary for the listeners, but squadcast have improved their game so um big up to squadcast yeah 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 well as as have we we're we're always improving our game <laughs> um, we, yeah we had we had we had planned to potentially go into jimmy's um however 300 wickets but i think probably 50 minutes we don't we want to we want to mm, keep that we'll probably be, take more than 10 minutes to be able to do that we'll probably keep that for another um yeah let's we could let's we we could do we could do a very quick um Duck it watch from it from his yeah, latest from one of his latest. <laughs> He's got some serious chat flying about at the moment. If um if you hadn't if you don't follow Ben Duckett on Instagram, he he um he posted a picture of I mean Ben Duckett famously um got you know in quite a bit of trouble for pouring a beer over Jimmy Anderson in a nightclub a couple of years ago on one of the England tours. And um and he's he's posted a picture of him during like this is a few, a few days ago outside James Anderson Ice Dental Spa and he's got a, a tinny of Fosters and is is pouring it over the uh, over the signpost which frankly is really it really is funny. good banter yeah it's really and I like funny. that a few really... people didn't like were like what are you up to and he was like can't you see the beer can in my hand <laughs> he <laughs> replied to a whole load of strangers being like come on you idiots oh yeah just get with oh, it i think that a lot. Like, it's quite funny he has quite a lot of banter with um stuart broad and he's they're always commenting on each other's posts which shot mm. so um, um the other the other daily uh, relevant uh, news is that it's mahela jai wardner's birthday so happy birthday Mahela, if, if he's yeah. listening oh yeah happy birthday what a career you had. And it was, a, what was it, Paul Collingwood <laughs> yesterday, I think. Uh, it was, so yeah. We're really, strugg- really struggling for content here, if you haven't realised. Um, I um, I recently, um, along with all the new gadgets and pads and gear that I'm getting because I'm bored, I've got one of these um, essential villages. Basically, it's like, essentially, it's like a glorified wall. Um, but I've, bro- I've, <laughs> I've already broken three windows since being here. So, um, and a lot of that cricket related windows, not yeah, all cricket related windows. And that's from hit from hitting through the machine and then throwing throwing everyone in anger. Yeah. Yeah, When I got out on 99 in one of my like virtual innings. Um, and so I've got this, it's just a very small sort of bouncing net. You just load the ball out for hours and hours and hours. It's just such fun. And I'm, yeah. my hands are now quite nice and sort of hard because I'm doing it with cricket ball. So it's, it's good to get, I'm always slightly terrified when a cricket ball comes fizzing at you, you know, off, a, yeah, off an 80 mile an hour delivery because I'm playing at that level quite a lot. So <laughs> me and Johnny together playing members. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, so I'm in the process of signing up. I just decided, look, I've got to do it now. You know, yeah, reap the benefits when I'm 40. Yeah. I've just got to crack on. 
We can so get together. I'm in that. Bro- oh, wouldn't, won't that be the dream? The, the, the listeners we'll, will um, all have died by then, but we'll, <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> no, but George, we'll probably be in the media centre in the commentary box. By that <laughs> yeah, point. by the time we finally get membership, <laughs> we'll be running TMS. Oh, dude, I think it's gone to our heads. <laughs> we'll like even, even, our, even our satire yeah. of ourselves has gone to our heads. Yeah. We're actually getting too carried away with this whole podcast thing. I think the minute we get over a thousand listens, it's gonna. I'm just gonna lose. It's, it's gonna be like well, I'm just gonna descend into madness. Like when success goes to like an actor's head and they start, you know, doing drugs and doing weird. Like yeah, that's what. Like, um, yeah, it's gonna be difficult. Tom um, Hiddleston. That story about his success. Did what? you hear that? No. So he had a he had a drinks party at his at his house for celebrating when he got Thor. Was he Thor? Loki. I don't know. Uh, Loki, those yeah, yeah. Loki. Um, and when oh, he got... Um, uh, you're a loser. I don't, I don't, yeah, I didn't mean to say it in that kind of like, I don't watch those films. It came out like that. Anyway, I've not seen him as Loki, but when he got the part of Loki, he had a big party at his house. And his girlfriend, quite a long-term girlfriend, from way well before he was a big deal, um, uh, had said that she'd always wanted to learn the piano. And um, so anyway, at the party, there are like 150 people there. He takes her down into the basement and he's not allowed her to go down there for ages as a surprise. And she goes down mm-hmm. and there's a piano that he's bought her. Really nice piano. And um, she says, oh, my gosh, that's the sweetest thing. Like fame hasn't gone to your head. You've remembered I always wanted to learn how to play the piano. And he goes, allegedly, he goes and sits down at the piano and just goes, I'm moving to LA. We're breaking up. And that's that. No. Purportedly. Oh. That is Isn't horrendous, that George. Beyond horrendous. I mean, it's a sort of story that I can imagine will have just they would have had like a nice conversation and a breakup, and then it's the media has just completely <laughs> then, thrown it yeah, up. But I, the I media like it anyway. Like, like, you know what? <laughs> we can work with that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. This is a good story. <laughs> yeah um, no i'm sure it's oh, rubbish but amazing it is a good story no 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 i like sorry, sorry to poo on your story but you pooed on superhero no, no, no. films so you know i did i've got, I did. I got my comeuppance nah. should we um yeah. should we wind down yeah let's let's call it a day there well um that was just such a treat um i it hope really audio was. has worked for all you listeners um we just frankly, i think it never know until it, we until yeah well we'll get cooking on the content front well, to be honest, you'll get cooking. George is so sweetly, and I'm, you know, very grateful for it. He he cooks up the content. Well, I we we prepare the content together. This is the preparation, I guess, and then you cook it up in all these yeah. different, I don't know, programs and and, and whatnot. I'm trying so, to learn my learn great. the ropes. I'm still quite um, tentative yeah. on them. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, um, we're going to have a break from uh, interviewers, interviewees. Um, but Johnny uh, was on half term from school, so this was his only moment. So, so next time we're just gonna just gonna go back to go back to the, the original George and George. You know the old school. Yeah, the format you know. <laughs> yeah, the format that you, you're crying out for. It's like, oh no, these interviews are great, but enough with them. You know, bring us back all the. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. Bring us back the wisdom. Yeah, Tim <laughs> <laughs> Preston wasn't even good. Um, <laughs> Right. Well, who won the pod? Do you know what? I really think you won the pod. You held that interview. You kept it together. No, I did not. You won no, it I last week. You were self, self-proclaimed winner of I, last I, week's I, pod. I, I, think I should proclaim you no, winner I, of this week's pod. No, I absolutely think. I think that's a load of rubbish. You, your questions, are, you are so good at building on questions. You're just much sort of quicker and you respond much better. But I think what we could say is that Johnny won the pod. He stayed on for 50 minutes. Johnny won the he's pod. He's a hero, of course. Yeah, Johnny and, won the pod. And he's, he's, he's just... And Johnny, may we once again express our gratitude and yeah very much coming yeah. on and you're just, you're just such a wonderful man so um uh thank you and we know that everyone else will will enjoy hearing his voice as well you could just yeah. so johnny's about to get married quite soon and i'm just so sort of envious of um his to be wife rachel because that well for so many reasons but also just his voice is so like soothing i'd love to be like soothed you know 24 hours a day by that voice do you know what i mean it's just like mm, it's a very yeah yeah i love listening to him <laughs> he speaks he speaks, he speaks pure sense 
<laughs> got a voice for radio and a, and a face for the real world. Yeah. And a, what about and a bowling action for Lords. Right, well, yeah. Yeah, you're quite right. I think I just sort of snorted and it, and, and yeah, it you did. probably caught. Anyway, yeah, that's nasty. Out. I don't really realise. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, well, um, thanks everyone for tuning in and um, we'll see you next time you next where we time, probably yeah. inevitably go through all of, all of Jimmy's victims. Yeah. Gosh, um, that's going to be a big one. Cool. All right. Lots that's of love. Huge. Thanks so much for listening. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye See you now. later.